and welcome to Our Lot in Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. G- g- by Gooners. <laughs> I don't know why I got that wrong. But we played rubbish on Monday, and on Friday we were back to our, well, I'm not going to say best, but better. It's been an up and down, so hold tight because we're on this roller coaster ride. And Stuart, you're going to like this. It's a roller coaster special. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, he's a smiler, but roller coasters are his nemesis. It's Stuart Izzard. Uh, hello, everyone. Yeah, and here's you. the big one. He's come close to oblivion, but I don't know if he saw the ride. Do you get that? Saw the ride? Uh, yeah. It's John Rubin. Hey, everyone. Did you see see the saw the ride or, or the game? John, Pardon? did you see the game? <laughs> no, I was out. No, I was out. I've only <laughs> ever. You were. I was out Friday. I wasn't. Um, I've not watched match of the day yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing yeah. this podcast at completely the wrong time. I, I saw the. I saw the uh, highlights on the Sky, Sky Sports app. All right. Okay. Cool. So uh, we've this week's. Um, we've got a quick fire, John. A theme park quick fire, John. Uh, it's the Dungeons and Dragon ride. Oh no! Hey, it's the Dungeons and Dragon ride, stupid machine, and uh, a jukebox challenge with a wonderful return to me singing with our oh, coaster special. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> do, you know, do you know what though, John? In a silly way, it would be quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, I suppose we, what what can we say? We we did a podcast last Tuesday after. Um, Leicester City, oh, not Leicester City, sorry, what, Crystal Palace, Chris, yeah. and I've got Leicester City on the brain now because the next game uh, in the Premier League. But um, we then had another game against Villa and um, different team again, different sort of uh, vibe to the whole game, better result. Uh, so it has been, we kind of said this might happen, didn't we? Um, in the last pod that we might have one good game and then one bad game but we were dreading the game but it went okay didn't it Stuart the good thing yeah. is the way I look at it yeah. um, sorry Stuart but the way I look sure. at it is that we've gone six games unbeaten that's true and, uh, yeah and you know it's it's okay look you're going to get draws when you shouldn't get draws you're going to get draws when you think well we should have won you're going to get a draw when you think we probably should have lost. Which is Monday, um, I guess, probably. So six games unbeaten, you look at it and think, well, it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, admittedly, you know, at some point we're going to lose a game. Yeah. But at the moment, you know what, right, yeah, we're in a far better situation than we was under the, after the third, third week of the season. Yeah. You know, we've picked up, what, uh, 12, 14 points. So, look, we're 10th now after yesterday's results, or 11th. Three games in the season, we was getting shit off everyone, going like, oh, you're going to get relegated, blah, blah, blah. And I said, at that time, Chelsea and City back-to-back. Most teams will lose to Chelsea and City. They'll just play them at different points in the season. So, you know, we aren't doing too bad, quite frankly. It will, things will turn. But look, we won. And that's all that matters, quite frankly. 
So there we go. That's my take on it. Sorry, Stuart, carry on. No, 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 mate. I, I, I think you're exactly right with what you said. I was a bit, bit worried. I think we all spoke about, or, or certainly was saying about we sort of. I think because we were so poor against Palace, um, mm. you sort of think, well, where's the improvement? Where's the improvement? But on Friday night, you could see there was an improvement. It, I mean, you know, it, it it was we sort of played for eighty minutes like we did for thirty minutes against Tottenham. <sighs> you know, so you know it's you know it's in them. That, I think that's what frustrates. I, I think that's yeah. what the you know. I must admit, I was talking to Tracy. Uh, and her, her friend, I forget who her name is. Um, Jane or so. I can't Claire. remember what her mate's name is. Claire. I can't remember. But and, and I was chatting. Have a blonde one. You have one with yeah. long blonde hair. Yeah. And and I was I was chatting to them before the game in the in the pub, and I said I really really ain't feeling it tonight. Um, mm. As he, you know, only purely like I say, I hadn't seen the Palace game, but I watched bits and pieces during the week as the week went on and I'm sort of thinking, I don't know, you know. When you when you looked at the their lineup, I mean they're a strong squad. They've got a good good squad villa and I'm thinking we we really have to be at it tonight. Well we and, sort of we mentioned how I mean we basically put them above Crystal Palace, didn't we, in terms of ta- attacking yeah. force. Because Crystal Palace was sort of a bit um you know they were relying on Benteke which wasn't the great, you know, he's not been the greatest striker in the world for them. Um, but, you know... Well, he's only got this season, wouldn't he? He scored against us. So. Yeah, and then he's gone and scored another to, uh, on Saturday as well. So, what do I know? But, um, yeah, then, you know, you're facing Ings, Watkins. Um, you know, it's suddenly you're up against it, We, I, I thought, but they barely had a touch in our box. In the uh, first half, we, yeah. Watkins brought down Gabriel, got booked, and that was him done for that half. I think um, Gabriel and uh, Ben White played really well there. I thought just yeah, a complete th- change around, really. From- it was, it was, and I've got to say because I did obviously a couple of drinkies before kickoff. Um, I didn't see the team. Yeah, um, and. Although someone had said, oh, here's the team. And, you know, obviously, as we, I think a lot of people thought, um, you know, Lacquer was starting and all yeah. this. But do you know what? It must have gone, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes into the game. And I thought, Tierney's not at left back. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was really weird. It was really weird. And I, I was like, my God, he's he's playing really well, that Tavares. And yeah. it was... It, just, just everybody out there. But the shout out was Smith Rowe. The boy is just a wonder. He, he is just a wonder. And I know I he's going to probably have a few. Did a Saka start? How many man of the matches has he got? Mm. But did Saka yeah. start? Saka did start. Yeah, John. Um, he did. He did. See, I think Saka has got like a bit of an hangover from the Euros and all the, you know, that was all the. Uh, yes, he missed a penalty. Well, he didn't miss a penalty. It was saved, but. And all that that went after it. And I think Saka's still got a bit of a hangover for it because, you know, as a young kid, there was all that pressure on him to play well in the Euros. And you played well in bits and pieces, but it wasn't outstanding. But you played well, you know, and he had had that, the final kick. Mm. And I think that might still be on his mind a little bit. 
that penalty because you know it is miscost us the fucking championship in theory. Um, I mean, uh, along with the other two, but... I think. I mean, my my take on Saka is. I think you're right, John. I think the England Jew does, does take it. I out mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, cool. Harry Kane's been the same, really, hasn't he? You've got players yeah. um, who have taken a while to get going. Phil Foden's just started to get going, hasn't he? Um, but, yeah. you know, players who are in that tournament who now are maybe, um, you know, feeling feeling a bit, uh, feeling it a bit, the amount of football they've had to play in this year. Um, but, I, I mean, I think Saka probably isn't, as good on the right-hand side as he is on the left. And you've got to put Aubameyang on the left in that situation. It's where he's always come from. And so Saka's kind of playing that right-hand side. I always think he's better on the left. Um, and, you know, um, on the right, I think, behind Tomiyasu, that's a new sort of partnership uh, that's developing. So... Just a bit harder, I think, for him to be. And I also think um, that with, with Lacazette, I still think Lacazette is a great option for us on the pitch. He well, brings a um, lot of uh, uh, experience and yeah. what he can do. And, um, you know, it was dropped for a few games, brought on for like 15, 20 minutes. I mean, he scored that equaliser on Monday night. Yeah, um, and changed the game. Really, I still think it? that, yeah, I, I think he's a great player. I said this last season. And beginning of this season, I'd like to see Lacazette playing a lot more. And I'm hoping that Arteta looks at it and go, we'll just leave him in the side. We'll leave him in there. And, uh, you know, if that means that someone else has to take on the bench for a little while, well, fair enough. They sit on it's, the bench for a little while. It's funny because well, he, he played well in patches, didn't he, last season? He had a long run of not scoring. And it kind of put him out of the reckoning, didn't it? Um I don't, I'm, but you know his impact on uh, Friday night was massive, massive impact in the way yeah. him, him and Aubameyang particularly play together um, and Definitely. chase the ball down. And they didn't really get a look in Villa, did they? Because they were constantly being no. Chased. And that, that that's um, the thing. That's the thing. I think we've all all sort of said. I think when we've been saying about John said earlier about. You know, some games you're going to draw and some games, you know, when you should should win it, you draw and then other. I think what's been disappointing, which we didn't see Friday, we put in the effort on Friday and effort, yeah. equals, effort equals reward. And I think when we, when, we go and, when we go and drop points in a game, when you think it's just down to the Brighton games are classic. Now, you know, Brighton were a lot better than us on the night, but I just thought a lot of that was down to us not really fucking having a go. You know what I mean? It was almost half-hearted. Yeah. So I think I think you you can take games where you don't win them, maybe, but at least you've seen them put the effort in. And, and Friday night, they put so much effort in. You know, if we hadn't won that game, I'd have still walked out of there thinking, well, there's something to look forward to. I've seen something in that side that makes me feel good, you know. Whereas, like I say, the Palace game, the Brighton game, you sort of look at them and you think, nah, no, I haven't. I think that's why everyone got a bit of hype about after the Tottenham game, you know, because we really did. I know we didn't do it for as long as we did on Friday night, but we really did put in a shift and done a job on Spurs in in the first half an hour. And yeah, you 
you, you probably go back and say, well, it was only that half an hour, really, that, that we did the, the sort of business. But, mm. but Friday, Friday, I really, I really liked it. And the, the first time this season where I've actually seen some real lovely passing football. Yeah. You know, that you thought, wow, that that's, I'm going to go back and, you know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> but almost Wenger, Wenger ball. You know, there was some real, there was some real good stuff from them. And, and yeah, I was, I was, I walked out of there at the end of the game and I was really, I know it's only Aston Villa and, you well, know. Well, I mean, Aston, only Aston Villa. It's the team that beat us 3-0 last year. Yeah. And, you know, but, handsome, they beat us handsomely. Um, yeah. We'd done, a, we'd done a really good job on them. It was a shame they scored. It was a good finish, you know. Oh, it was that, amazing. That, that finish was not... Yeah. Um, you nobody's going to stop that. No. Um, I mean, but... it, it was just one of them nights. It all sort of ticked. I mean, the, the Smith Row, the build-up play for Smith Row's goal was fantastic. <laughs> and and Smith Row, I'm like, he's missed, doesn't he? But because it, it comes off of Mings' leg, and that he's was right in the far us. corner, isn't he? And it's hit the keeper. Yeah. Gone well, into no, the near post. Oh, it hit Mings, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There, was, there was a bit of... Bit of fortune about the goal, but at the same time, you make your own luck. And if, if you're having a go, I think the stats at the end of the first half mm. were incredible. I, I don't think they'd had a shot on target. Um, we did God knows how many shots and div- various things. It, it was it was really good. I, and, I mean, I have to say it, that, you know, the actually taking Odegaard out, I mean, obviously on Monday we kind of lost midfield quite quickly because Odegaard and Partey weren't really a partnership. Um, whereas Lukonga, he did make a few little mistakes. He did lose the ball in our final third once and it nearly led to something. But apart from that, he was pretty solid with with um, Partey and he was prepared to shoot as well. Um, yeah. I know that it was high, wide and handsome most of the time, but he wants to get in on the act, you know, he wants to get a goal. Same with um, Tavares. I thought he, you know, he looked like he wanted to get to the byline. Whereas, you know, on Monday I'm talking about Kieran Tierney checking back and passing it inside a lot. Whereas he was willing to go beyond the defender, pick up the ball, cross it in. Not, yeah. not great with uh, the final touch, but, you know, something that he'll work on and, the, he's got pace and power, and he wants to yeah. shoot as well. So yeah. there's sort of it's we're looking more powerful. I think like uh, the team is a bigger team. Like we've got Gabriel and um, Tommy Asu and uh, these the new sorts of players. Yeah, I, I don't see Tavares being a long-term left back. Uh, I see it as being Tierney. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with Tierney, he's also, I know he's played for Celtic for many, many years, you know, and um, but he's played a lot of internationals and stuff like that. And sometimes you think, look, you know what, mate, take a break. You're a bit knackered. They said he had a bruised ankle. Yeah. yeah, and we've now got a well, I think Tavares played a few games. Was it right back he played before? I can't remember. It might have been left with Tierney was suspended or injured. And he looked quite handy anyway. But it's yeah. always good to have the other option. So you can say, look, you know what, Kieran, I'll give you a rest. We'll bring someone else in. 
Or do the old Venga thing and double them up because they could. I was going to say. I was going to say exactly that. If you if you've got we've got Liverpool away, haven't we? In in uh, you've got Salah to stop, haven't you? Yeah, but you know we we've got Liverpool away. Um, You know it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, would it? If if you turn around and said, right, Tini's playing at left back, or either one of them switch, you know, play one in front of the other, so so that your job is to. Let's face it, we're not going Stop to go Salah. to Anfield. To, we're not. We're not here. We're not going to Anfield to batter them, are we? We're, no. we're going there to try and try and get something from a game that you know a lot of the time you're going to be defending. So it's not a bad option to have. They could both play together, you know, one in front of the other, because both of them. And and you wouldn't re- realistically turn around and say, well, I wouldn't want Tierney going further forward because he's not as good as. You, you you could quite easily play Tavares at left back and Tierney in front of him, or the other way round. It, it's it's that's a good thing. I, I just think there's a certain bit with us this blowing hot and cold. You know the 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 younger players, you know, and still sort of gelling together. You mm, know, mm. The, you know, Tommy Asu's come in. He got Player of the Month. Had a couple of. Poorer games by his standard. Maybe against... Brighton was a poor game, wasn't it? For yeah, him, Brighton it? was a poor game, and he wasn't yeah. particularly great against Palace. Yeah, but he was he was decent. He was decent on on Friday. So it's just I think a bit of that. And and at the end of the day, we have now got the same amount of points we had on the twenty first of December last year. Yeah. So so let's just hope we can maybe. You know, if we can nick a few more wins between now and the 21st of December, we're in a better position than we were. And we're on the same points as bloody Man United, for Christ's sake. I mean, the other thing, Stuart, as well, when you look at it, is that these aren't robots. You know, it's like, I know, like, maybe with you, it might be different with your car mechanics, but most people, they're going to have the odd day where they just, they're not feeling it, they're not doing it, they might be a bit knackered or whatever. Everyone in every job has that moment where they think, oh, you know what? Well, and that happens with football. The problem is, when it happens with football, it can cost you points. Yeah. You know, they, they can't be 100%. And we kind of criticise and think they get paid so much money, why can't they give 100%? Because sometimes it just doesn't happen. I mean, Obama Yang went through uh, a lot of crap last year and he had a lot on his mind and he, he you know it's like if mentally you've got other shit on your head it's very difficult to give 110% every game you're going to play in yeah it's very difficult and it's very difficult to do it in your own job you know uh, no like you're with right, me recently John. with my move and stuff like that I've not been sleeping, so my work's been affected, you know, and stuff. You know what I mean? It just, that's just the way it works, you know. And um, I think we have to look at them more as human beings rather than fucking commodities Mm. who get paid a lot of money, who we feel personally, why isn't a Bamiyang scoring every game? You know, well, because no one does. It was funny. It's funny that um, that moment at the end of the first half where he got the penalty. I looked into looking at his eyes. You're thinking this. He is not a hundred percent on this penalty. 
you know, yeah, they're still, still, follow still, up, still banging the back of the net. So fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. And but you know, you could feel this is a big moment for him because he hasn't really had um, a great. He hasn't had a great start to the season. He's really, really trying, Aubameyang, but he still hasn't had a great oh, start, so. has he? Well, against um, Palace, he has he did quite well against Palace. I thought he was one of our better players. Absolutely, absolutely. He did chase down everything to play, and Leading if you give that example. amount of effort in one match, in one match, you then measure them by that game and say, "Well, look, he's done all that running, and he's done this, and he's done that, and he's had shots, blah 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 blah." To try and do the same again, it, it's like I said, they're not robots. I mean, you know, it's. It's I mean, a difficult situation. Put it this way, you know, it, it, Martinez's reputation as well pen, from penalties, the fact that he was at Arsenal for 10 years, the fact that, exactly. he, that Aubameyang yeah. probably took hundreds of penalties against him. Um, that you just that All of that was added together, wasn't it, in that moment? And, Do you know what, though, Matt? If you speak to most fans, right, yeah, and it is a fact, because I've mentioned this before to other people, everyone says, you should never miss from 12 yards, mm. right? Well, if you would then want to be a professional footballer taking a penalty against people that are still quite big, you know, Seaman always said he, he had that uh, area that he believed inside a goal. It wasn't the goal itself. It was a yard either side and a yard from the top. That's where he believes you should save it. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's it's just if you're going to go up to take a penalty against a big guy who, like you just said, mm. is there to walk in towards you to give you some verbal exactly. as well. You he know, knows it, how to not, do that game. It's not as easy as I think fans believe it is. Oh, no, it's it like anything. It's like trying to hit treble twenty on the stage at um, you yeah, know in the like, PDC or whatever. I've played darts, right, yeah, so I know what you're saying, you know. I, if for fun, I can walk up there and go, trip because I'm a 19 player, triple 19, triple 19, triple 19. Most of match starts and someone it's a ton before you. Yeah, it's all a different matter, isn't it? And Yang's pressure was, it was right before half-time. Yeah, he uh, knows if he scores it, we're 2-0 up. Interesting, if he misses, interesting question. Villa's up for it, coming yeah. up in the second half. Interestingly, though, the, so the, the whistle blows for half time, and you take that penalty. If it goes, if he tips it round the post rather than back into play, is the half over that moment? Is it probably? Yeah, they, they blow the whistle. Or they might let you take a kick, a goal kick, or something, and then the whistle will go. Apparently, I think the ball's got to be in play. Apparently, because mm. I, I thought it was half time. Yeah. But apparently he only blew the whistle once and it was to say yeah. that he needed to go and look at VAR. But he did blow the whistle, so the ball was in play and he blew the whistle. Yeah, because so, I think he'd been called. Yeah. He, he'd been called to saying, say, you, you, need to need, look. you need to go and look. So it's not half-time, so, so he blew once on the whistle. Yeah, yeah. he blew once. I, I must admit, Matt, being in the stadium at the time, I said, to Charlie, like, oh, they say it's half time. They're 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 going off. Didn't really look at the ref because you hear a whistle, didn't you? you just yeah. think, oh, it's, you're looking at the clock. It's half time. But 
And I and I did think that. And I thought, how many times has a team gone off for half time and then been told to sort of come back on? Mm. But it wasn't. Apparently, whoever was watching it on the telly or something said, no, he only blew the whistle once and it was to stop the game so he could go and have a look because he'd he'd, he'd been yeah, sort so, of I mean, told. Officially, it's not half time, but I guess because the because he blew the whistle while they were, I don't think the ball went out of play, did it? No, I he think stopped. He, he stopped the game at the end of the half. So it's essentially he's saying the time is up. So it makes you wonder if you struck that penalty and it came out and say it went out further than it did to like the edge of the area and then someone crossed it back in and we scored again. Would the whistle have blown before that no, happened? No, because think? because. He didn't. He didn't blow the full time whistle, did he? Once no. we'd scored, he th- there was the kickoff. I was there. there. I was there. Yeah, yeah. No, All so right. they had I the kickoff. I didn't know whether he just stopped it. No, no, no. So they had a kickoff, and then they, he blew they, it straight they, away. They kicked. They kicked off. I think the ball went back to one of them. One went to play it forward, and then he blew the whistle. So oh, right. it okay. was right on the the thing. But I, I, I thought the the reason the whistle had blown was because it was half time. But yeah. he blew the whistle to stop the game because okay. he was told to have a look at VAR. So I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird one, but I've seen so many of those ones go against us, where someone's kicked Lacazette in the back of the legs, and yeah. he's gone. It's I've seen penalty. so many of those not given, and he didn't it's give it, did he? He didn't give it. So. No. Um, yeah, so it's, there must be something about Aubameyang. He's got his back to goal a lot. It's easy not to give a penalty in that situation. It weren't Aubameyang, was it? It was Lacazette. I mean, sorry, Lacazette. It, yeah. It's not It's not always easy to give a penalty in that situation because you don't know whether someone's just gone down too easily. Um, yeah, and if you're but, slightly unsighted, I mean, that... that um, I, I looked at it. Obviously, you don't, in the stadium, you don't get to see the repeat of what happened. Everyone shouted for a penalty at the time. Yeah. And and obviously it doesn't happen. So, <laughs> you know, you move on. But when I when I saw it, I think it was coming back on the train and they they got the thing on, on Sky and I was looking at it and I'm like, well, that is a penalty. You know, he his leg is in front of his and he takes him out. You know, he takes him down. It, yeah. It, it's a, it, it's, can it's I a say penalty. Can I just bite in a like, yeah. I'm just watching on. I know it's got nothing to do with football. Sky Sports oh. Arena, and it's Fight Night. I don't know what it is, right? Yeah, Fight Night. I don't know. One of the mate, It's not one of the few of brothers, right? Yeah. Reese Barlow's fighting his geezer away, and when his geezer come out, I thought he looks like Ivan Drago, right? <laughs> and he's just he's just come out like yeah, and he's big. He's blonde. He's very muscular. And he's got the USSR. He's got red shorts, gold trim, USSR <laughs> with red on his gold trim, full of tattoos, really muscular. And I thought, it's fucking Ivan Drago. So, <laughs> so it's totally off track here. But yeah. Bridget, Nielsen, Bridget Nielsen's not in the crowd, is she? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do apologise. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, <laughs> interesting. I tell, tell you what, we're talking about VAR and decisions going against us generally. And that one didn't. Um, which is like actually kind of actually felt quite good that one actually went our way, but that today, this day, the 25th of October, is the day we lost to Man United 2 yeah. 0 
in the 50th yeah. game. And if you, if you go and watch that game, on, and yeah. if there was VAR in that game, Oh, oh my god. god! Oh my, my god! Said to me earlier in the pub, right? Yeah, he said that was never a penalty. It's never a ever. penalty. It's never a penalty. No. Rio Ferdinand took out Freddie Lundberg one yeah. on one with the keeper. He took him out absolutely yeah. blatantly. There was there was yeah. no doubt. He's off. Um, Gary Neville went straight through um, Reyes' leg off. Food Real Nistelroy went through someone at the in the second half. Off. Ashley Cole. Yeah. Ashley Cole. Not yeah, even totally no. blatantly. Yeah, um, yeah. Shocking. Shocking refereeing. All Mike the way through Riley, that. Wasn't it? Yeah. Is it Mike Riley? Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you know the one thing that was never picked up and it was shown on uh, media, so whether it wasn't social media at the time, because I don't think we had social media at the time. It was shown on various things. It was never picked up. And even though Arsenal wrote to the FA, Ruud van Nistelrooy, one of our guys was on the line, Ruud van Nistelrooy come up and punched him straight in the stomach. And it was either <laughs> Perez or Lumberg. I mean, and Arsenal reported it as a foul to, you know, one of those like preemptive bookings that has already gone yeah, past. Yeah, yeah was not preemptive obviously that's wrong but you know or um, it, yeah. yeah it should have been booked he should have been booked in the tunnel never, sort of thing it was never ever been looked at and he punched him straight in the gut there's and it was a, like hold on a fucking hold on a minute there's a VAR I would have gone bang see you later there's a thing on that game as well oh, no. you look and, Ivan and, Drago's just decked the geezer. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's what all those anabolic Literally, steroids will do. Yeah. That's Apollo Creed. That's Apollo, <laughs> it's Apollo Creed. Yeah. Um, James, James but, Brown trying to revive him with dies, a deep rib. That, that game <laughs> you're talking about as well. Um, there's so many calls for like yellow cards, and it hasn't. No, nothing's mm. happened. And then no. Ashley Cole, not long after, I think Van Nistelrooy rakes his fucking, you know, sticks his leg out down, yeah. you know, about his knee and, and puts him on his arse. Ashley Cole then, I think, gets into a bit of a tangle with someone. And it's not, it's not, for, but he gets a yellow straight away. Yeah. And yeah. you can see Vieira and Sol Campbell and that, they're going fucking ape shit at the ref because of the ones that haven't been given. It was, yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the wonderful thing about all this is that on Sunday, I know that it's Liverpool and that, that everybody fucking loves Liverpool in the media and stuff, but that hoodoo of that ground, that that uh, of Old Trafford, is completely gone. That, you know, they had someone sent off, they had a goal disallowed, They all those things that w- never would have happened in... Um, in games gone by with Fergie and whatever just all that stuff that is against you at Old Trafford just is gone so uh, there can be we can count some sort of small blessing it's a shame we're not playing them next week to be honest isn't it Um, well no because then you might still have a backlash maybe but but I I think it's a good what what happens if they sack him 
really larruped him. <laughs> Fucking larruped pizza. Right-handed, mental, right on the chin. He's gone fucking bang. See you later. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but he's no, no, really Ivan, fucking Ivan Drago'd him. <laughs> <laughs> but when you say you, know, you get the backlash, I, I thought after Man United got beat at Leicester and then they they won in the week, didn't they? That would be okay it, from, they had to, did they have to come from behind to win that? Yeah, I think Atalanta, wasn't it? Atalanta, but and I thought, right, if there's a team that's going to beat Liverpool at the moment, it'll be Man United at home. Ronaldo will have one of them days, you know, and Mm. Fernandez and all that. You know, they've got the players there to do it. And I thought Sunday might be the day that Liverpool get their thing. They were fucking awful, man. You know, absolutely fucking awful. Almost in every it's department. It's kind of weird. When you look at the beginning of the season where Ronaldo signed for them, they was all on a massive high. Mm. And Ronaldo came out. He scored in about, what, three or four consecutive games and all that. Suddenly, and if you look at their team, United, they've still got a great side. They've really got a yeah, really it's good unbelievable. team. unbelievable. Like, I mean, we made sense earlier that, well, my mate said to me earlier, he said, Sancho can't get even, he can't, cannot even get in the side. That's just you know, ridiculous, and, uh, isn't it? Like they bought that Varane, like they've bought experience. The idea that, that mm. they, they're trying to build something is nonsense. They've bought two players but the guy over that's 30. Gone off the, ball, though, Matt, the guy that's gone off the ball since Ronaldo joined is Fernandez. You look at Fernandez last season, he was absolutely yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, this is, what, this is what they said at and Juventus. This is what... Took a step back. Yeah. You know? yeah. This yeah. is what they said at, at Juventus, though, that he, he scored 87 goals in however many games, but Juventus didn't win the league either year. So, you know, they went from winning the league every year, Juventus, to with him in the side not winning. And it's all because it's all about him. And something happens that he... Somehow he scores goals, but the team don't don't win games. Win games. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And there must be there must be something in it. Maybe you give, maybe you see Ronaldo in the team sheet, and you just suddenly think, "Yes, come on, I'm going to play against Ronaldo. I'm going to play my best." You know, maybe yeah. there's a little bit of that in it with other teams. Just thinking. I mean, I mean, it also helps. It also helps that none seven. of them wanted to fucking defend. From Fred downwards. Like, well, I was going to say that's where Man United miss. We're now done now. He's still a great player. 36. He's still got a lot of skill. He's thirty six, and that's mm. that's old now for a forward. They bought that Varane as well from Real Madrid, and he's in his thirties as well. So yeah, they're, not think, play, they're not planning for the future in this team. It's they nonsense. Need, they need. They need someone. I, I think the stat was it. Fred was playing as the holding midfielder yeah, when he I mean, yesterday. Nonsense. He it's... won. He didn't win a tackle all game. Yeah. And then I think McTominay came on and replaced him. He won one tackle. You know, yeah. that's, that is a defensive midfielder. That's fucking right. And, and I, I would just like to say, I thought Thomas Party was really good he on was Friday good. night. He was good. And glad to see him get his first goal. Oh, yeah, I mean, when that right. one rattled off the bar, you're thinking, this bloke yeah. cannot score for us. 
one yeah. of those things. But he did get it, and you hope that in a way he doesn't like to have a, a sort of he does set his sight, doesn't he, from outside the area. And you think if he could just get one of them, a bit like when we had um, when Petit started, and you're thinking he's not really there. You know, Vieira's going to get the goals. Petit's really the holding one, and he's not going to get. Petit's got a lever from him for 25. Yeah, and he's, he hit one. His first goal for Arsenal was fantastic, um, and then he kind of he he was sort of scoring ten a season. Um, yeah, no, hopefully. and you're just Thomas, hoping that Partey can. Yeah, but he's got he's he's got the proverbial monkey off his back, isn't he? As in, you know, he's now got the goal, so he hasn't got to think about right. I've I've got to try and get a goal. I've got to try and get a goal. He, he's done that now, so he can relax a the bit when, when he's in front advice, of the goal. Mate, Dave Cooper, uh, he looked at the score, and went, "You one 0 up." When he scored, he went party. I went, "Oh, was it a thirty yard fucking blast?" <laughs> <laughs> No, and he, and he it went, came off his shoulder. No, no, it was a header. <laughs> and I went, really? Yeah. And he said, yeah. I went, well, that was the last thing I expected to happen there. I expected to fucking lay up at him for 30 yards. John, because it, it was up the other end, and again, you know, there's a bit of a melee of players there, isn't there? Yeah, and yeah. It, obviously, so you're all celebrating, you're jumping about because the, the ball's... And I, I, I looked at Charlie, I went, who the fucking hell scored that? And then it's got... And Arsenal goal scorer, Thomas Barty, was like, fucking hell. Yeah. It was the last person you thought would have, would have yeah. scored it. But, yeah, no, so hopefully he can, I mean, he's look, got his goal now. He can he can relax a bit and maybe try and get those sights a bit lower than the crossbar area, you know, because he well, has got a decent uh, shot on him. I think Elneny yeah. I think El Nenny needs to give him a bit of striking advice because, you know, as we found out last season, yeah, El Nenny yeah. picked up the blast in from 25 yards. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. Mean, I was just literally going to mention that. So we had Lokonga on. Um, we took... Maitland-Niles came on and he brought on Odegaard uh, when we're sort of... I, I, I feel like he brought him on for a bit of confidence to try and give him a bit of confidence that we that we were 3-0 up and, you know, he can come on and... But actually, he kind of helped them get back into it, really, by just the game slows down when he's around. It takes too many touches. He was, he wasn't. He's just not confident at the minute, and you could, it, somehow it's sort of in the last few games, it's not gone well for Odegaard. No, and, it um, hasn't. You, you're hoping for that sort of that deep kind of quarterbacky type passing thing. But he, they know now, don't give him time on the ball. So everyone's around him. I just wonder whether El Nenny's an option. I don't know, is he injured or something? Because El Nenny uh, is I not... Don't, I, don't, I don't think he's injured. I think, I mean, El Nenny's obviously the backup backup, isn't he? he he's, he's you you want, if, if Granite Jack is not playing, you want to give... Your young replacement is Lukonga, yeah. so 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 you want to give him minutes. You you don't want to be not playing him. I mean, Maitland Niles must be feeling a bit of the beef as well because obviously that's where he wants to play. Lukonga's yeah. ahead of him, obviously. Well, they in the did bring on Maitland Niles, didn't they? But didn't yeah, they yeah, yeah. Listen, they brought him on, and I think it's just all about the fact there's so many changes been made. Mm. That, you know, playing wise. If we looked at last year's squad at this time of the year, I'd, I'd be interested to see who, who 
you know, was in the, that squad at the time. When you think of what we changed, and I've got to say again, Friday night, the distribution from Aaron Ramsdale is fucking oh, God, gorgeous. That pass, he passed one along the ground at it, one point it, to the halfway line, like just like an exocet missile across the ground. He is he is yeah. fantastic, Matt. I, I, and he, they were singing that he's better than you. Yeah. Aaron oh yeah. Well, that was because Martin has come out with all his stuff, didn't yeah, he? He yeah. come out with all his his thing and. Aaron Ramsdale, again, on Friday night, he was absolutely fantastic. A couple of times you watch, it might have been White and Gabriel, they drop either side of him to, you know, to the edge of the area to take the ball. And he's like, no, go on, fuck off. And then he, but he puts a pass on someone, but he's right on them. You mm. know, there's no, like, you've got to have a massive fight for the ball. This is at you. He 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 was incredible. Rolling them along the ground, fizzing them in the feet, you know, where, yeah, where they got yeah. room. He, he's yeah. distribution. Like, like, a, like a, a sort of sweeper, almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't that, hesitate. He the, never hesitates either. No. He's just got it. The one thing, the one thing, I've, I've always loved Burnt Leno. I, you know, I think we've, yeah, we've said before bad, that uh, we've said before that he's been probably without him you know, we'd have been in a lot more trouble. And I, I, I do like Burnt Leno. But, my God, Aaron Ramsdale, he's taking it to another level. He really is. I, I, and, and for me, at the moment, we, we talk about Aubameyang, we talk about Saka. OK, maybe he's Emil Smith-Rowe. But for, I've never seen a goalkeeper at Arsenal Football Club have such a difference on the team. Mm. And and seriously, seriously, Aaron Ramsdale has 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 just been fed. And okay, he's let in three goals in the last two games. But I mean, the one he let in on Friday, he absolutely <coughs> went spare at people for not closing yeah. down. But Matt, to be Matt, fair, that bloke put that right in the corner. He didn't. Yeah, there was no way of stopping that. But that's um, that's where he is. That's how much. That's how much. He doesn't want to concede, yeah. you know. I, I, I just want to chip in with something here where it's got nothing to do with football. <laughs> what a surprise. Go on. Guess what Ivan Drago's name is? <laughs> is it um, Alan Drago? <laughs> no. no his, his last name's Robinson. <laughs> so he's got on his fucking belt. Yeah. And he looks like a Russian. His name's Robinson. <laughs> not, anyway, I do apologise. Are you sure he's not just sponsored by Robinson? Like he's across his belt. It's not Anne Robinson. I'll tell you what, though, back round. You are the weakest puncher. Goodbye. <laughs> but, I mean, you know how much I love Leno, and uh, I do love Leno yeah. massively. I think he's a great keeper, and it's a shame. We're going to be in a situation here where Leno's going to leave definitely. This season, he's definitely leave. Yeah, it's like it's like the thing with Martinez. Martinez proved, you know, after being number two for so long, he, in theory, he should have been a number one somewhere. He was just unfortunate Leno was in front of him, but he got injured, and so this uh, is what Martinez happens with keepers, thing. Particularly a young keeper's come in. Like you exactly. think of, but the um, thing is, 
Leno's not going to be with us after this season. No, no, I doubt. Because he's definitely a number one. I know Bayern Munich wanted him to replace, uh, was it, Manuel Neuer? Yeah. And yeah. there was a lot of talk about him being the next Bayern. And I think, yeah, he probably will go. He probably will go elsewhere. And it's very difficult, especially with goalkeepers. And I always think it with goalkeepers because invariably, I wouldn't even say nine times out of ten, 9.9s out of ten, they're not going to get subbed. You know, you've really got to be either injured or one of the worst keepers in the world to get subbed. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and and you, and if you're a good class yeah, that's, goalkeeper, that's always the way. Don't it? You know, you think of Joe Hart when he went out of favour at Man City and then he can't get back in and he left the club. You think of, I don't know, like Petr Cech, you know, loses his place. Um, Was it Courtois came in and he'd lost his place? Yeah. You know, it just happens. He's a young keeper, Ramsdale. He's got so much talent that Leno will definitely move on. And we need a backup number two who's not not on the same level as these two. The, the thing is, I Matt, think, it's very I difficult think... to have a to have a very good number two who mm. stays as a number two. You've got to be a that. weird person to do that, haven't you? I yeah. think. I think. Yeah. I think what you do. I think. I think what Latin. I think Leno will probably go in January, and we'll bring in a bit like we did last last January. We brought in Matt Ryan, didn't we, from yeah. Brighton? Yeah. So I think we'll we'll bring in an experienced older goalkeeper that's happy to take his his paycheck. It might be that we sign someone like that for a couple of years, you know, put him on a two, three-year contract. And he's happy to, to to sit on the bench because I don't I don't see us going out. Let's face it, if you're gonna try and buy a younger goalkeeper like in in like the way Ramsdale is, they want to play football. You know, it's the start of their career. So I, I think we'll we'll go to the more senior because Leno definitely deserves to play first team football somewhere. It's just it's not with us at the moment, you know. And it, it's it's it. I'll tell you what. I really think that was such a brave thing that Arteta has done. You know, I've been critical of Arteta, but to 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 have sold Martinez when when you know he just won the FA Cup and everything and we. You know, we couldn't guarantee him first team, and, and rightly so. Leno was good, but to make that decision again on a young English keeper and pay a lot of money, you none of us thought he'd be playing like he has. No, yeah, no. And I'll tell you what. I mean, he's been like you said, distribution's been great. He's pulled off some. Re- I mean, we 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 cannot deny the save that Leno pulled off, that we all said that was just unbelievable. You know, there was times, there was the one I think against Tottenham pulled off a double save or the triple save. It was fantastic. You know, it just, it, it, it's so difficult with a young keeper who, um, who's that good and yeah. to be yeah. back up to another great goalkeeper. Leno... He will go, and it will be a shame. The only way it ever works is when you bring in someone like, you know, like when we had the backup to uh, David Seaman that year, the geezer who won the Manninger. Us. Manninger. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a good player, but they only show their colours and their worth when they get that full run out. 
Mm, yeah. You know, um, and, and that's the way that works. And it is a shame because, you know, it's a, it's a, if you get a training at Arsenal, we used to have great goalkeeping coaches. You know what I mean? We had, like, Bob Wilson was our goalkeeping coach for many years. Yeah. I think Lehman might have done it for a little while. You know, it's just... He said he didn't do it that there, didn't he? He said he wasn't there to be the goalkeeping coach. He was, was there. Lehman. Lehman, yeah. But then yeah, he would. That's because he's a fucking head case. But yeah, but, you're right. It's almost like an old, a slightly older goalkeeper who's been good, you know, is dependable and might help Ramsdale develop is the thing that you hope for, isn't it? And do you know what I can see happening though, yeah? I can actually see us signing someone like a Joe Hart as a backup. Yeah. I, I know he's, I'd, I'm not sure where he, he is at the moment. Tottenham, didn't he? One point, I think yeah, he I did, yeah. Not anymore. I think he's gone somewhere else. I think like uh, a, maybe he, a, a, a he was at Burnley, wasn't he? He was at Burnley. Yeah, something like that, you know. Like and, a, and Scott, there's, there's a, a Scott Carson or something like that. Exactly, or, exactly. Because if you look at some of the players we've seen, like England goalkeepers or English goalkeepers, that mm. have been like the number three for England or the number two. Scott Carson, prime example. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, 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 he's in West Brom, isn't he, or something? Yeah. You can so, see him coming in for it. I think Stoke City had one, or South Hampton had one, who was absolutely superb, and you think, oh, he's a good goalkeeper. But now they're getting on in years. Or is, so there was a guy who played for, um, oh, what was it, Pope. I mean, he's probably yep. too good for number two. But, yeah, I mean, what? who do we have? We used to have Richard Wright or... Um, yeah. Uh, we took, we took Mark Poom, Mark Poom, Mark Mark yeah. yeah. He yeah. played on the Poom, old uh, lasagna day, good, didn't he? Good, good keepers yeah. who had been proven their worth in the Premier League who say, look, you're going to come back at Arsenal. And they know, it only takes one injury and bang, they're back playing. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. yeah, OK. Well, let's move on because we've got a lot to get through. Um and uh, it's time for Quickfire John. Before we do Quickfire John, can I say one thing? Oh, yeah. Congratulations to my niece, Helen Aspire. They, her and her dad Gary was getting to look at uh, or listen to the podcast. I think from last week or before. Mm. Got a job over at Arsenal. I'm like the proudest person in the world. Mm. Yeah, well done. Uh, I bought you your first Arsenal top, and <laughs> you feel me with immense amount of joy. She messaged me and just said, "Like, good job at Arsenal. Thank you so much for buying me my first Arsenal stack." <laughs> and it Lovely. really is going about like that. Wow. Uh, just, it was a fantastic thing for me, you know, and for her. Oh, what's her uh, name? Yeah. Head on a spire, son. Well spicer. done. I did tell the story. I said I took her to a uh, dad. The game that George Graham got sacked and we played Leeds, I think we lost 3-1, right, yeah. Hmm. And I took her dad up there and I was driving and we went to the pub. Got abs- I got absolutely battered, right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I drove him back home uh, we got near Chad Leaf and we went, right, I'm getting out. I think we got out because I, I don't mean to say I was drunk driving, but I was. 
And uh, and I said that to her. She went, yeah, yeah. Daz just mentioned the same thing. So I was like, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Go on, <laughs> so John oh, Ruben, God. what's your address? <laughs> yeah, he'll be so, somewhere up in uh, Nottinghamshire so yeah, the taxman can't catch you um, so the uh, um, this is a theme park um, uh, themed quickfire John before we go into this we haven't yet talked about Stuart Izzard's or the, the family Izzard's trip to Alton Towers which was <laughs> causing me and John absolute hilarity on whatsapp uh, just you know when you sort of don't like obviously we know Stuart very well on this podcast and all you listeners know him well and you uh, everyone assumes that people are okay with roller coaster rides until you actually get to a theme park and then suddenly someone doesn't like roller coasters and you see I'm a massive roller coaster freak yeah I absolutely love them yeah and it just it's sort of unintelligent. We don't understand people who don't like roller coasters. But Stuart, you are now one of those people, aren't you? Oh, Matt. Honestly, I fucking shit myself. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fair play to, that you actually went on some of them. Oh, because, well, like, a lot of I people will just flatly refuse if they're not into roller coasters, won't they? But I, um, I was, I did like roller coasters. I remember when I was, when I was a lot younger, I went on, I did a German exchange. So we had a German lad stay at our house for a couple of weeks, and then I went out to Germany and stayed at their house. And when I was out in Germany, we went to a place called Fantasia Land, and they had all these roller coasters. I was on them, loved it, absolutely loved it. I remember we took Charlie and Rebecca when they were really young to Legoland. Yeah. Oh, Legoland. Come on. No, There's no. There's not roller coasters there, yeah, are no, there? No, there was. There was. There was. There were. Yeah, there were. I've been we, there. We, we, we queued up. We queued up and we told the kids it was just like a... Because they were going, this isn't a roller coaster, is it? We went, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no it's made of Lego. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we got on this. We got on this ride and... Becca went, this is a roller coaster, isn't it? And we went, yeah. But she was strapped in. She screamed, she cried the whole way round it. <laughs> she, she was shitting stickle bricks. Yeah, but but uh, I loved it. I loved it. I, I was, I think I've hit 50 and my heart, head and everything else is, <laughs> you shouldn't be fucking doing this now. So and some of the comments on WhatsApp... A fucking thing called Rita took off about 100 miles an hour. Mental. Yeah. Um, roller coasters used to be a sit in a carriage, and now these cunts have you hanging upside down, the wankers. <laughs> I put well, a I carriage, what, like what? Or a French Pernard. Uh, how old are you, Stuart? And then oh, he's like, fucking nemesis gave me whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to. Uh... America, um, where was it? Florida, with my ex-wife Sam. Yeah, it was at Bush Gardens, which oh, yes. is pretty much all roller coasters. Yeah, and um, I went on a ride called Fire and Ice. So there's like two, two roller, roller coasters, coasters, yeah. Fire, one called Ice, and they kind of have a little jewel. Not obviously not a fucking jewel, but you know what I mean. They kind they of they sort like, of interlink with each other. You sort of see the heads of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam was very, very scared of roller coasters. So I said to her, I said, I'll tell you what, right, yeah, just do one. If you do one, 
it's about 45 seconds out of your life. If you just do one and you don't like it, you never have to do another one again. So she went, you sure? I said, I promise. I will not badger you. I'll do them all on my own. Yeah. So she went, fine. So we're queuing up and we got on it and we got off it and she went, that was brilliant. Can we do another one? And that was it. <laughs> you know, yeah. she away after that. She just loved it. Right? But it was just that fear. People the, see yeah, them when they go fair upside, they flip upside down. Me, I don't but, give a shit. But that's just well, the way it is. But other people, I fully understand. I'd done, I'd done, so what did I go on? I went on Nemesis, I went on Galactica, I went on Wicker Man, I went on Rita, I went on, so I did quite a lot of them. You know what? Sounds like a beautiful South song, doesn't it? Yeah. I went on Rita, Jennifer, (laughs) Philippa, (laughs) go on. So I, 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 I was doing them, but Sam, I think it was on Wicker Man, or it was on Rita when Sam just came off crying with laughter. I'm going, how can you enjoy that like that? She said, it's you swearing at <laughs> And I was, I was like, you fucking stupid fucking thing, fucking slow up, fucking, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I just completely, I've got to the point. Then, Last time I went to Alton Towers, I went to 50th. Whilst I love roller coasters, there was a couple that I got on. When I got off, I kind of thought, oh, you know what? I didn't enjoy that as much as I thought I was going to enjoy it. Because no. you're a bit older now. And yes, yeah. Suddenly you were a bit more scared. It, that is true. It is definitely an age thing. And I, 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 like I say, I've done, I've been, I remember going on, was it the corkscrew that was at Alton Towers? Yes, yeah. It was one of the first roller coasters, wasn't it? Well, it's, I remember the, going the, it's the first one with an inverted loop sort yeah, of thing, I, wasn't it, I in remember, the country? I loved it. I remember I loved it. You know, and the only reason you didn't keep going back on it was because you had another hour and 20 minutes to queue up. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it. I loved all of that. and Because I, I even said to the kids before we went, right, there's no wimping out, there's none of this, none of that. I'm... And fuck me, shit the life out of me. Absolutely. And it's, it's an age <laughs> thing. It is a nice Maybe it is, maybe because I haven't been on a. I'm trying to think the last time went to Drayton Manor Park and we went on a, a log flume, but it wasn't a normal one. It turns you round like on a sort of uh, turntable uh, at the end and you went down backwards on a log flume. Right. So, like, the water, as you hit the water, the water went all over your backs, like, uh, and. I've never been soaked so much in my life by a log flume. <laughs> they had these like hot air dryers that you had to put a quid in to sort of try and dry, dry your clothes. Off. I swear to God, I was still wet when I went to bed that night. Like, so I wish gardens, man. I had to go and buy a new t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's one that actually does soak you there, doesn't it? As well, the roller coaster. Yeah, where you go through water. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're going to get on this quick fire, John. But did you have a cap with two cans on either side, Stuart? Or was that just a joke? No, I did. I did. I did go and have. That's what put me off going on Oblivion. We, the kids were starting to get hungry and everything, and it was about I don't know three o'clock in the afternoon, and we stumbled across a, a restaurant place in there, and Sam went, "Oh look, they've got Stella." So I was like, oh, fucking brilliant. So <laughs> I, was, I, 
Yeah, but I did. So I had I had a couple of pints of Stella and a burger and chips or whatever. Yeah. And then they walked down to and Oblivion. No, they they <laughs> went down to Oblivion, and I've looked at it, and I'm like, yeah. There's no way I'm fucking getting on that. Not after that. I think it that, would have like, so. helped. <laughs> it's like become more loose. More. Yeah, no, it didn't, Matt. It okay. didn't. Uh, that, that, that made me pucker up tighter than <laughs> No. Right, well, just, this is a uh, theme park, quick fire, John. Let's get over, get this over and done with. Oh, <laughs> so, um, are you ready, John? Yes. Okay. Alton Towers or Thorpe Park? Alton Towers. Up high or round and round? Up high. Hot dog on a stick or a great big turkey leg like you get in America? Really? <laughs> like, a, a hot dog on a stick or a great big turkey leg? Turkey leg. Um, five sickly hot donuts or a great big candy dummy? <laughs> I'm thinking of the British equivalent. Remember those big dummies? Yeah. You, like, it looked oh, like yeah, a dummy, yeah, but it was yeah. like a big sort of cat. I was going to diabetic, so I'd probably have to bow out of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the Tic Tacs. Uh, yeah. A hat with two hands clapping with string to make them clap, or a hat with damn seagulls written on it with a load of bird shit on it? Uh, two hands clapping. <laughs> Watching a boy be sick on a pirate ship and for it to land next to him, or, or or getting soaked on a log flume so bad that you can't get dry for the rest of the day. Those are two things that have happened to me. Uh, I'd probably choose getting soaked. Okay. Uh, corkscrew or the big one? Oh, I love the big one. Absolutely love the big one. The big one. Uh, drinking heavily and hoping for the best... Or drinking heavily and holding the coats and bags? I think Stuart's already answered that one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would do drinking heavily and hoping for the best. <laughs> Though when that boy, an Asian boy um, sat down in the row in front of us on the pirate ship at, at um, Wixie Park, made famous by comedian James Acaster in Kettering, and was sick, like on the downswing, Oh, so God. he was sick sort of at the peak and it followed him back down and hit him on the way back down. <laughs> well, I tell you what, over Central Park when I was a kid growing up, remember yeah. the Hearts and Diamonds? Hearts and Diamonds, it what's was, that? Yeah, it was a ride. It was like a big circular cage. Okay. And everyone oh. had a little bit, they stood up and it went round and round and round really oh, fast. Yeah. So you sort of yeah. stick to the wall? Yeah. No, 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 that was a different one. But this was the one where... Went round and round and round and then lifted up. Okay. And then you was kind of going round and round and round at a, is it a horizontal? For what's vertical? Vertical was upright, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you sort of you yeah. start off spinning round and then you sort of go up on an angle to it's vertical. You used to, hear, you used to hear money falling out of people's pockets <laughs> yeah. when they were on it, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. But someone chucked. <laughs> it was oh. like, where's that going to fucking hit? Where's that going to hit? You know? <laughs> it's like, it's like fucking, everyone's thinking, oh no, someone's puked. Who's going to get that in the face? Oh, so that was God. quite amusing. Oh, <laughs> God. I remember there's the Universal at Alton Towers that goes round and round, and you sort of sit in a carriage. So <laughs> as soon as it starts gets going, you're going sideways, and then it does the vertical thing. And that's the closest I've been to being sick on a. 
ride. That yeah, was I mean, horrendous. Where you stick to the wall. We used to have that over at Central Park as well, where mm-hmm. the thing went up and then the floor went down. When you I say Central never... Park, I keep thinking that you're a New Yorker. John, yeah, no, Central Park in Howard Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's the one yeah. that um, Simon and Garfunkel were singing about, was it? No, no. <laughs> I never to the wall. As skinny as I was when that was going on, I was probably mm. about like five stone wet. Yeah. I never stuck to the wall. <laughs> you had some sort of anti-gravitational pull. Yeah, I never ever stuck to the wall and I was really gutted. I was like, <laughs> she did like a crucifix thing. And she's stuck to the wall like a crucifix. Or like trying to spend your time trying to get upside down. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. yeah I remember doing that. Do that. Yeah. And then when it slows down and you're like vertical. And you've just got your feet on the ground of the thing because you haven't moved. You just, I'm, just, I'm just there looking at everyone else going, this is a bit shit, isn't it? So it's a fucking cheers for that. But that's yeah, because, yeah, I never stuck to the wall. That's because the world revolves around you, John. It does, there exactly. <laughs> so, that sounded quite nasty. I didn't mean it to be. I was saying it in a nice way. Anyway. <laughs> is this, that it? Is, yeah, no more. This time, yeah. it's time. For, yeah, so I finished them now. I think I've got another bullet point here, which I was going to write another one and I've forgotten. So, well, let's move on to, uh, hey, it's the Dungeons and Dragons ride. Stute Machine. Dungeons and Dragons ride, the cartoon from the uh, mid-80s. And oh no, five teenagers have gone into a dragon's mouth on a ride and now they're fighting off orcs with a Misty Miyagi-styled smart-ass dungeon master. There you go. Uh, So, the bet. bet. Uh, Do you know what? You were really lucky last week, Stuart. I'm going to have to say this because you said Bournemouth and Coventry. Bournemouth won 3-0. Coventry... Derby got an equaliser in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. And then you'd said West Brom, who had also won 3-0 against Bristol City. So as, yeah. a, as a Yankee, it would have been all right. But, uh, yeah. Well, if it wasn't yeah, for that Derby goal. Um, no. And I'm, unlucky. I'm, I'm, I'm having a little bit of success on lower league at the moment. Okay. So lower than that. So this week, I'm going... League Two, Northampton Town, um, couple of wins. Uh, we've been doing all right. Yeah, well, you're you're probably more in the in the loop than I am. Man. <laughs> um, but so, Colchester United are home to Scunthorpe, and yeah. I think Colchester will, will will do that one. And the other one I'm going for, Lake Norian at home to Hartlepool. I'm not going to do any more than that. Just those yeah. two. Um, do it as a double because otherwise it ain't worth doing. No, no. But um, I'm also having a lot of success in the National League. Grimsby are, are winning me a little bit of money, but okay. I'm not putting them in it because they've got a bit of a tricky one at the weekend. But yeah, so Lake Norian and Colchester United both at home. Colchester at home to Scunthorpe and Lake Norian at home to, well, Jeff Stelling's team, isn't it? The Monkey Hangers, Hartlepool. So it, yep. they're my two for the weekend. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, I mean, Northampton Town have been doing quite well 
the last few weeks. Where are they? Where are they? I don't know, but they, I don't think they had the best start, but they, they've got an away win at the weekend, and they had a 1-0 at the sort of in midweek, and so, yeah, it went all right. Yeah, they're third. Uh, yeah. They're third. Yeah. Forest, Forest, exactly. uh, sort of boing boing between League One and League Two. Yeah, no, Forest. I mean, Forest Green are tearing up League yeah, Two at the moment, yeah. but they're yeah they're a point behind Port Vale. Yeah, six points off top. Played the same. Yeah, no, they're doing they're doing well, mate. They're doing. I'll have they to get are down doing there. well. Yeah, they're going Northampton Town. Uh, third how, in League how Two. How far's how far's that from you? Five minute drive. Really? Yeah. Because it's in a bit of an odd place, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sort of it's a new stadium in built in a sort of it's it used to be a big um I think it was like you know where they bury rubbish? I think uh, it, yeah, it's landfill. Yeah, it's one of those sort of sites where they've got sort of what looked like lampposts sticking out the ground, but actually it's to release the gases from the landfill. Oh uh, right. But, so not um, only not only have they got shit buried underneath it, they've got shit playing on, on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with that league two though, I mean Leighton Orient mm. were joint top at one point and yeah. they've had a few draws and they've just like fell right back. <laughs> just just, just yeah, picked them. I've just picked them. Mm. I've picked them and Colchester. <laughs> Do you want to slag so, off Colchester as well, John? <laughs> Colchester, right? Yeah, my mate uh, Triumph for us to work with. He, he moved. You, he's got a, fr- you've got a friend stuff. called Triumph. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, oh, Triumph. His, why is his name Triumph? Is that his nickname, or is he just called Steve Triumph? No, his actual name is Triumph. Okay. His name's Triumph. That's his first name. Triumph. That's his first name. Yeah. That's a his lot of pressure. A lot That's a lot of pressure from your parents, isn't it? Must have liked well, cars. we did leave us and go and get a, a promotional job in a uh, department of transport. Yeah. But the thing is, whenever you spoke to him, you go, how you doing, Triumph? His response was always the same thing. Well, I'm living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> and what about his and sister, Austin 1100? Yeah. <laughs> but you sit there and think, yeah, you really can't be living the dream at this point. But, you know, <laughs> um, he was on my interview panel for the job. Oh, was he? So, uh, well yeah, done. Was uh, that was a triumph, and John. Said, <laughs> and I love Colchester. Because when I was a kid, yeah. I think I went to Colchester Museum about five times because Why? it was very um, all to do with Romans because it was okay. a big Roman town. Colchester, and, so yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, massive, massive thing on Romans. So, uh, and I was obsessed with by, Romans, um, but so underfloor heating and, and yeah. um, straight roads. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and taking over the world. Isn't so, uh, what was was Colchester the the capital of the UK according to the Romans? Mm-hmm. Is that right, or is that Chelmsford? No, I think oh, it was Colchester because they did have a lot there in Colchester. Like I said, it had that massive Colchester Museum. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. You learned Colchester. something. Yeah. Uh, John is into Romans. Um, I was very into Romans, yes. Mm. Um, I can't think of anything funny to say about that, really. There's <laughs> <I've> loads <laughs> of them. Uh, okay. What, 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 are Romans? what are the Romans? Ever done for us? Ever done for us, for oh. us. yeah. Sewage. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, uh, talking about sort of historical things, let's put another quid in the um, the Dungeons and Dragons uh, steep machine. And 
Oh no, the dungeon master has given the cute redhead one a cloak and telling her she's a thief. And the first thing she's stolen is an eight-year-old Matthew's heart. <laughs> I used to play Dungeons and Dragons when I was at school. Did you? What, yeah. the sort of board game with like 80, 80-sided dice? You rolled a, yeah. you rolled a 78, therefore you've got a hit point of three on your breath of wind against my elf. No one ever really knew what was going on. <laughs> There's only one kid this, who's probably cheating his way through it, isn't there? You just sit there and you throw something and go, right, are you going to kill the vampire demon? Or are you going, oh, I killed a vampire demon. No, he's a vampire, he's just killed you. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was just stuff like that. Oh, I just love the cartoon. Do you remember those, choose, those sort of choose your own adventure books written by Steve Jackson? Yeah. Sort of the car, right. City Port of Traps or whatever they were called. And you'd like keep your thumb on, you keep your finger on the page you've just left. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you've fallen down a pit and died. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll go back. <laughs> yeah. Choose something else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do remember reading them. And it was like sort of, you had to write down like scores, like you had to have fights or something in it. Or like yeah. health points and you'd end up rubbing that, the, that page too much and it just rubbed off. Um, yeah, anyway, that's my childhood. I think uh, you're younger than me. I think we're talking about rubbing off of magazines and stuff. <laughs> <Mom's wife. laughs> it's a very different sort of I'll tell you what, yeah. like, if you're talking about like the, um, the slot machine being based on the uh, cartoon, and you obviously had a crush on the ginger ale girl. Yeah. One of my crushes when I was a kid, there was a cartoon based on the land that time forgot. Okay. Uh, Who's? I think it was the... I'm not sure who the family was. I think it's called the Flintstones, was wasn't it? <laughs> no, not the Flintstones. Well, no. It was serious. It was more serious. It wasn't. A, it was a more serious cartoon. Okay. But there was a there was a redhead in that. I think she was the redhead mother or whatever. Mm. And um, oh, I must have had six or seven. She was fit, man. Well, <laughs> it was just like we were saying. You do know it's a cartoon, John, didn't you? It was like, <laughs> yeah, but she's lovely. Well, we all so love. Um, Caramac Bunny, um, Jessica Rabbit. It's um, a redhead thing going on. That's what it is. Betty, Betty Rubble. Um, not Wilma, but Betty. No, Everyone. Betty Rubble. She was a cute little. Is that little nose she had? She was a <laughs> cute little fit thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's starting to sound weird. <laughs> it's, there's a term for it, isn't there? So that you fancy yeah. sort of cartoons or sort of. Art. <laughs> Fucking weird. Pervert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on, we've got to stick to the roller coaster theme. Um, so let's move on to the, a very special roller coaster jukebox challenge. Now, I very nearly called this the Red Hot Chili Pepper challenge because you've both chosen. Songs by Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, and also limited my ability. You've limited my ability to choose one song from, to sing to you, which Stuart is. Mine is yeah. Love Roller Coaster by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> and what's yours, John? 
Mine is Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And the reason why is when I went to see them a few years ago, I think it might be Wembley Arena. Could have been the O2, I can't remember. But what you find is, and I always say this to people, uh, when you go to a gig, you'll have a song that will either make or break a concert. Yeah. Like when I saw The Who uh, on the Quadrophenia tour, they said, right, we're going to do some of our hits. I like, oh, great. Didn't do My Generation. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. But when I went with Terry, they did. Yeah. But when you get a band that does three or four consecutive nights uh, at the same place, they're going to mix their set list up. Okay. And on the Monday night, they did Danny California. Yeah. On the Tuesday night when I went, they didn't. Right. And I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> it's. it's Danny California. Nice. So I, I went to. Um, uh, I went to see them at the Birmingham Hummingbird Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it was one of my I first. Exactly. Like, exactly. Not that big. Much. Maybe like four, five hundred people. Um, really? Standing. Yeah. The Red Hot, the Red Hot Chili Peppers like, played. They weren't. Before they were well known. Yeah, they had just released the Love Hate Sex or whatever it's called. Love Hate. Blood, oh, yeah. blood sugar, oh, so blood sugar, sex, magic album. So we had, but I was a big fan of the Uplift Mofo Party Plan or whatever it was called the album before. So I'd got tickets to this gig, and me and my mate both bought Red Hot Chili Peppers t-shirts as we went into the gig because we were both we were both eighteen or maybe even seventeen, and very naive to what you have, when you should buy a t-shirt at a gig. So, we both bought t-shirts, which both subsequently were totally ruined. And my mate lost his shoe when the Red Hot Chili Peppers came on. Like, he had two white trainers on, like brand new white trainers on. When they came on, there was a massive surge. He lost his shoe. and didn't find it until the end. And he had one knackered shoe that he was wearing. Like, it had been trod on. People spilt stuff on it. Like a dirt, filth, and there's this one pristine shoe that he found. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, I'll tell you what, when I went really? to see Bad Manners at the Cauliflower quite a few years ago, me and mates went, and we was all kind of standing around the edges because all like the old time skinheads were going mental in the middle, like the big mosh pit. And uh, it was all kind of sitting back. It's all in our air. Well, obviously, the proper skinheads from the, who were in their 50s were going nuts, and we were in our 40s, and we just went, we just go and get involved then went yeah go on then so we was all going in doing the mosh pit thing and my glasses came off I went oh shit I've lost my glasses and everyone stood still everyone just stopped <laughs> and then skinhead behind me tapped me on the shoulder and here's your glasses mate I went cheers oh, I love that once I put my glasses back on everyone went mental again <laughs> that was quite cool everyone was really civil because I'd lost my glasses and all the older people think yeah I know that it's like fucking. Oh, you need that, your glasses. I remember that game we uh, where we drew two all with Barcelona when Fabregas broke his leg and scored a penalty at the same time. That one, yeah, absolutely pissing it down that night. And I had my my wedding ring. Like when I went threw my arms out in a sort of like to clap, my wedding ring just flew off my hand backwards into the crowd, and within about thirty yeah. seconds, I had it back on my finger. Someone had like literally passed it down. Um, there you go. Hey, 
the 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 honest and togetherness of an Arsenal crowd. You can't beat it. So, so right, I've got songs that are all about roller coasters, theme parks, rides, that sort of thing. I'm going to sing them to you. All you have to do is tell me who the artists are. Who wants to go first? You've got five each. Uh, who went I mean, first last time? I think it's Marco. Okay, yeah, then go on. I think. Right. So, John first. Okay, your first track. You gotta roll with it. You gotta take your time. You gotta say what you say. Don't let anybody get in your way. Oh, you know what? Like, yeah. If I wasn't I singing should... it. <laughs> if you wasn't singing. Yeah. Um... I've got to say, do me a favour. Do me a favour. <laughs> so sing it. So sing I'm it. I'm in... sorry, but I just... You gotta roll with it. You gotta take your time. You gotta say what you say. Don't let anybody get in your way. No, I'd love to say the Rolling Stones, but it's not them. So, no. Oh, so, do me a fucking I'm sure game. if I heard the original. I'm sure if I heard what, the original. Oasis, John. Oasis. <laughs> oh, it is. Roll with fucking it. Fucking hell. Uh, what does, Jesus. Why do yeah. Oasis have soup for lunch? I couldn't, I couldn't believe. Because <laughs> you I get thought, a roll with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking when he starts singing that, I'm thinking he's got the easiest fucking one of the <laughs> Well, I've, I've put some easy ones at the beginning to try and go, anyway. Right, number yeah. two. Here we go, John. Upside down. Boy, you turn me inside out and round and round. <laughs> upside down, you're well. turning me, you're giving love instinctively. Round and round. Sorry, what did you say, John? <laughs> if you played me the song, I'd probably get it. But you've sung it. Uh, upside down, your turn. This is a girl band, I'm sure it's a girl band. Oh, you turn You're Googling it, John. You are. No, you are. I said upside down, you're oh, turning me. You're turning me. You're giving love instinctively. No. No. Go on, John, uh, Stuart. No. What? I don't know who it is. You don't know who it is? No, I know uh, the song. I know the oh, song. Right. It's Diana Ross, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, right. This is, I mean, they're getting harder now. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, John. I need you, so don't fade it. Love is a roller coaster. coaster. You just got to yeah. ride it. Yeah. I need you. <laughs> this is I'm, called a note, is it? No. No. No, I don't know then. Okay. I think it's it's the bloke on his own from the Irish band. That's right, it? yeah. Ro- yeah. Ronan Keating. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm never going to get that. Um, here's another one for you, uh, John. <laughs> keep rolling, 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 roll. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Uh, keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, keep rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that as many times as you want to. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I feel like it's going to be it's going to be some kind of metal band. Yes, you're right. Uh, Fred Durst was the singer. No, no, Limp Bizkit. Okay, there's nothing. Who? Who is? (laughs) Soggy Biscuit. No, Limp Bizkit. Um, And uh, finally. If you wanted to come and take a ride with me, the three wheeling and the four with the goldies, oh, why do no. I live this no. way? Hey, must be the money. If you want to come and take it with me. <laughs> no? No. Stuart? No. <laughs> it's Nelly. Do not remember what? Nelly? Yeah, that's, that's never going to, that's never going to fucking work for me. Cause... No. No. Okay, no. now this is, John's that got a, been... That's a that clean sweep been, of shit. <laughs> that, that could have been Nelly the Elephant. <laughs> as far as you lot are concerned. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, so, Stuart, you've got five. Well, so if you... I get the first one that was as easy as John's, I'll it's over. Then. It's over, yes. Um, okay, ready? <laughs> He's going the other way round now. No, no, no. I'm, starting with, I'm supposed to start with the easiest one. Cause you're right on time, right Black on box. time. Cause you're Black right. Box. Well, I know. Black box. Correct. There you go. One. Do you want me to carry on or not? Um, <laughs> yeah, carry, carry on. on. I right. just want to hear you fucking in pain. Next one. Um, come on, oh, come on, come on. We're riding in the roller coaster. Come on. Come on, no. get it on. We're riding in the roller coaster of love. Oh, um, <laughs> fucking hell. It's not, um, uh, I'm trying to think the stylistics. <laughs> Please tell me you're not going to do the fun boy free. <laughs> It was a bewitched oh, Irish yeah, girl group. <laughs> yeah. That's a TV what? show. Bewitched, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're also. Please um, tell me that Stuart hasn't got the Fun Boy 3. What do you mean, the Fun Boy 3? The Tunnel of Love. No, no, he hasn't got that. Oh, thank God oh, for that. No, I'm not. <laughs> that, that was the next one uh, I was going to answer with, Judge. So, uh, you you got a fast car, want a ticket anywhere, maybe. Oh, I can't do that one. Tracy oh, no, Chapman. Tracy Chapman, yeah, Tracy correct. Chapman. Yeah, Tracy Chapman. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I've got a, you got a fast car, i got a ticket to anywhere, maybe all we right, can make it. All right, we don't need to hear it. I've got a roller coaster, that's a fucking car. Well, it says... Fast car. I've got a fast car, I'll just, you know. Um, <laughs> next one. And I love the thought of coming home to you, even though we know we can make it. Yes, I love the thought of giving hope to you. Simply just red, little... fairgrounds. Yeah, Simply red, fairgrounds. There you go. Uh, and one more. Have I done one? It feels like I haven't done enough. I think I've but... only had four. Have you only had four? I've one more had then. 
Um, because I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up above in my head. Instead, I'm going under. Instead, I'm going under. It's something. It's something that should be in like um, the ha- uh, not the Hangover, American Pie. Yeah, very so. Much so. It'd be like a Green Day or someone like that. Very close. Very close. <laughs> yeah, John. Any idea? No. Famously, the video involved them jumping off a diving board. <laughs> no, it's, it was Blink-182 oh, in 2D. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so, um, from one roller coaster to another, this is the Chili yeah. Peppers. You give me that funny feeling in my tummy. Love roller coaster. So I'll give you a chance, John, to um, play another one. To play, play, <laughs> play. I'm not going to sing, 
But um, I was going to say, you've got to beat Stuart at the old this way or that way game. So Stuart's going to have a guess, <laughs> and you're going to guess wrong one the wrong way. So <laughs> in metres, how tall is the big one at Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Stuart, give Johnny's mark. Um, in metres, oh, 300. 300. So, John, how tall is the um, big one in metres? Um, right. I said this to some Americans whilst I was in Florida on a free ride. Mm. And as far as I was aware, I said it was 200 feet. You're right. So 200 feet in metres, it's three foot to a metre. Yeah. So uh, for it to be, how much do you say, Stuart? 300 metres. Mm. Yeah, it's less. It's less than 300 metres. It's about a hundred and a hundred metres and three hundred feet. That's about seventy-eight metres, seventy metres, something like that. It's less than three hundred metres. The answer is seventy-two metres. There you go. So, so brilliant, John. Brilliant. Uh, so we'll play uh, Danny California at the end. You'll get to experience Danny California, even though John didn't. Um, and let's finish the show now with a bit of a talk about the next games. Uh, we've got Leeds tomorrow night. Not an easy one, that one, is it? League, in the Cup. Old Car- League Cup. I think we'll go all guns a-blazing, won't we? We are so. We're at home. Um, it's on Sky as well, isn't it? Yeah. So, is it quarter-final? No. Yeah, or is yeah. it sort of... No, last sixteen, fourth round or something. Last, last sixteen, last sixteen. Yeah. Quarterfinals normally in December, December and then yeah. semis are January. Yeah, that's when we normally go out in the quarterfinals, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we get Man City. I think both of us, both of us, mid-table, and I think both teams are looking at. Well, even though it's called the Man City Cup, uh, both of us potentially. You should go all yeah. out to win it. It's our best Both option. All out. Yeah. So, I think we'll win that about 2-0. Leeds are a good side. I've always said this before. With Leeds, I love watching Leeds. They only know one one way to play. They go mental and score loads, or they go mental and concede loads. So, I can see it being about 2-0 to Arsenal, to be honest. And they'll probably go for it, because on Sunday, they've got Norwich away. So... Kind of feel like Norwich away is a gimme, gimme in it at the minute. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I think Leeds have had some not so good results yeah. of late, and I, I got a feeling they'll they'll look at the Norwich game to get points. They'll they'll want points. So, yeah, Leeds have got seven points. They've they've only won one game in the Premier League. Yeah, and so, I think they'll look at the Leeds, uh, sorry, the Norwich game. They'll want to go with their full strength, get a win in that. I, I, I think we'll both change up quite a lot of players. I think Leno will play. There'll be, yeah. there'll be, there'll be your Rob Holding, yeah. your El Nenny's, your mm-hmm. Maitland Nileses, Cedric um, or Mary or who, yeah, 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 no, that and and I think Leeds United, if they're looking at Norwich at the weekend. I th- I think they'll they'll sort of go similar, um, so yeah I, I'm gonna I, I think John's not far away. The fact we're at home, I don't I don't think it's gonna be a great game. 
I'll, I'll go. I'll go one nil. I'll go. No, I won't. I'll go two one Arsenal. Okay, John. He's gone two I nil. Said two, oh, two, sorry, two, two nil. nil. I'm going to say three one. Another three one. Another three one. And that, I mean, they've yeah, had they they their main striker one. guy got injured as well, didn't he? Um, Rafinha, is it or? Yeah, yeah. He got injured badly, so I think we, you know they're 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 struggling. We should beat them, really. In all honesty, yeah. And, and when we bring in a sort of beating, they've all got something to play for, haven't they? Got exactly to impress exactly. Arteta. And so let's yeah. let's move on to Leicester. Um, Leicester have had a bit of a resurgence. They beat Man United, yeah. obviously. Um, and that's what, a good result a, yesterday. That was a good Brentford. result yesterday. Yeah. Um, that was a really good result, and yeah, I, I, I weird mean, one because Burnley a bit unlucky actually at times in that game, weren't it? Was it Burnley? Were they playing Burnley? Brentford. 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 So Brentford unlucky again. Yeah, really. I mean, um, I, any anyone that goes to Brentford this season and beats them, I'm, I mean, I know Chelsea did last weekend, the week sorry, the weekend previous, but they got battered. Yeah, and and. You know, that's one of them games where, like John said earlier on, you know, you deserve something, and they didn't. And that that would be one you get a bit miffed about. But um, they're a good side, Brentford. So for Leicester to go down there and beat them, they're, they're mm. on a bit of a thing. I I, I think, the, for me, one all, uh, you know, and I, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. It's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's hard, isn't it, with Vardy? He didn't well, play... Is it, is it, is it? Because Tielemans is their main bloke. Oh, that was yeah, an and you got, strike, and you got Madison, you've got... What's, yeah. what's the other one? The Who's new the guy. Uh, Harvey Barnes. The only you thing know, you do think about Leicester is they, in, in selling... Um, it's a Monte Gray, is it? Demonte Gray? Tamari. Tamari, great. Like, I feel like they've just lost a little bit in midfield. Like, they're not as tough. And they've gone back to sort of relying on that, hitting us on, hitting teams on the break. And, you know, we rely on hitting teams on the break. So it could be really important to score the first goal in this one um, yeah. to take control yeah, yeah. of the game. Yeah. So I'd like to say I think we'll win 1-0 at Leicester. Yeah. Oh, I'd be because all right, it's man. quite tough. Um, they do have the potential to score goals. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Well, Stuart picked the one once, so I'm going to go two two. Okay. Don't think we're going to win. Not lose though. I, I think I think it's a big one. That I, I I think if if it was Leicester four weeks ago, I'd say maybe. But I think the fact. They, they, I know many of them, but they did, they did come back. They were two one down at home to United and beaten four two. Yeah. So they, they've obviously shown a bit of spirit. And to go, it's it's a bit like the Brighton game. Brighton were on form at the time when we went down there, and and we got sort of bossed. And and I can see Leicester doing a bit of that to yeah. us. So We've got to get in amongst them, really. If we, if we, if we, well, if we, if we can keep them out, if we can keep them out, we're going to get. A few chances, and if we can take one of them, then you know we might nick it one nil. So, but I'll, I'll take a point. I'll be more than happy. Super. Yes. So um, there you go. Um, it's been a lovely. It's been up and down sort of show. 
in lots of ways, but um, oh, it's just the red hot chili peppers. Trying to find a theme for my game for my song, but you can't. Danny, Danny, let's hope that we're champion of the world. Uh, Danny, champion (laughs) of the world uh, in a sunshine state (laughs) of California, and uh, thank you very much. And no one's. Um, no one's got a fucking Danny what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's getting late. All right. We'll see you next time. And uh, come on, Arsenal. Come on, you go. Come on, Arsenal. Tell Arsenal. Up the arse. <laughs> Papa was a copper and a mama was a hippie In Alabama she was swing a hammer Price you gotta pay when you break the panorama She never knew that there was anything more than gold What in the world does your company take me for? Black bandana, sweet Louisiana Robbing on a bank in the state of Indiana She's a runner, rebel and a stunner On the mirror way saying, baby, what you gonna? Looking down the barrel Yeah.